morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Did you miss me yesterday? Welcome back. We, we did, but it was fine without you. I, I listened to it. It sounded uh, just fine. Yeah. So I don't need to be here, really. I don't think I needed to be here. You didn't. And I told her that. I said, you could have done it by yourself. So it was good. No, Jennifer was great. She did a great job. So we had some great guests, too. That helps. Oh, yeah. You had Rick Walton, who interviewed himself. So that was perfect. <laughs> We have 72 degrees in Jackson this Tuesday morning, and it looks like it's going to be a wet day. The National Weather Service says we'll have uh, areas of showers and thunderstorms mainly after 2 o'clock this afternoon, and some rainfall could be locally heavy. And get this, we could see rainfall in the uh, range of 3 inches per mm. hour in some areas. That's not good. No. No, I know we need a little bit of rain, but not, not at, at that speed. So yesterday we did dodge the rain, though. A lot of people thought that uh, we'd get wet. Did it I rain here? You, it was kind of off and on. Yeah, yeah, no. No, we were finding little sprinkles, but just uh, thick heat. It was thick heat yesterday. So yesterday you were in Detroit at the Detroit Golf Club as a, a preview to next month's Rocket Mortgage Classic. And I understand you golfed with Bryson DeChambeau. No, I didn't golf with Bryson. He was there doing his uh, media day event. Great guy, really. Um, you've been to a lot of these where the professional athlete is just going through the motions. He really mm -hmm. knew what he was talking about. He's invested in the... Um, nonprofits that he works with and he was cool and then he hit a few shots for us and uh, you know they're just playing a different game than we are out there it was it was cool but uh, of course if you uh, and it was fun I've always wanted to play with the stand set up this was a par three um, we played okay we played pretty well we had fun we shot 10 under this is Jeff I don't know if you've ever seen the picture of or video of Tiger Woods where he like goes down to pick his ball marker up before the putt goes in Jeff does this, and sometimes it goes in, sometimes it doesn't. But we had a great time. Uh, Normally you don't see Jeff steers because he's behind the camera. I know, he didn't so. even have the camera out on the course. Put it in the car, we had fun. We played with uh, ESPN's Tom Van Heron, and uh, it was interesting. We have uh, quite a few mutual friends, and uh, he was great. Knew the course, and um, you know, the course is easy for the pros. Um, I don't know how, it's so hard. The greens are so hard. You had 10 under? We shot 10 under. We did not play the championship tees. Mm. We played the white tees at the uh, golf club. Now Bryson, his drive, it looks like, uh, it looks like it's uh, from a rocket launcher. It's, it's unbelievable. And you know, he's, you've seen him in person. He's, yeah. not, you know, he's not taller than us. He's not, yeah, yeah, he's got tons of upper body strength, but he's not gonna wow you. He's not, he doesn't look like a bodybuilder or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, they're playing a different game than, than the amateurs. But the uh, course looks beautiful, and um, the city is ready, and uh, the venue is for sure ready. It's going to be exciting. It's interesting. Uh, I was uh, amazed at uh, how short a lot of the pro golfers are yeah, in yeah, stature. Yeah. It is, and then it looks like they're swinging with no effort compared to us. Yeah, it's funny how that works, but uh, they're professionals and we're not. Nice so, but it was fun. Yeah, looking forward to, and uh, looking forward to the tournament. Now, next month, uh, the Rocket Mortgage Classic comes back, and it's a little later this year. It's in July, right. Fourth of July holiday weekend. And could you tell? Are they going to limit? Because this would be after First of July when all the limits uh, expire. Yeah. Are they going to have a f full capacity? Yeah, I think so. That sounds like it. All the. Uh, 
open air hospitality is open air now, you know, no private doors to get into. So I think you just see everything open air. It's outside. The golf course is huge. There's plenty of room. Um, and out on the course the last few years, there's, you know, it's not overcrowded at all. So I think they'll be fine. It'll be fun. Parking, always an issue, but that's just the way it is. I wondered if the, um, the talk of the day might be John Rahm after the Memorial Tournament with his withdrawal at uh, the end of round three after leading by six because of a positive COVID test. Yeah, um, uh, Bryson was asked about that and, and just gave the typical professional athlete answer of you know, it's obviously very tough that he's had to deal with that. Hope he's okay. I was surprised that the PGA is not requiring uh, the golfers to be vaccinated. I was gonna. I was wondering if someone was going to ask Bryson, "Hey, have you been vaccinated?" <laughs> no one. You know, just out of curiosity, that maybe that would have been a good time to ask, but no one wants to pull that trigger. No. Um, so that you know, you, again, he lost 1.6 million. Yeah, well, that's a, hopefully well, it's a hard lesson to learn. I would say so. Get vaccinated or get 1.6 million. <laughs> it turns out, uh, according to some reports yesterday, only half of the PGA pros are vaccinated, and some were saying, "Well, it's hard. You know, we're traveling, but the PGA has uh, vaccination set up." Um, on Friday nights at every tournament, and then again at uh, the end of the day Sunday. So yeah, that's a that's a, a weak excuse. Here in Michigan, uh, we're continuing to see steep declines in our COVID numbers, uh, of more than 19,000 COVID cases, uh, COVID uh, tests uh, performed over the weekend. Only three percent came back positive, and that's the lowest, the lowest that we've had in over a year. And the number of new infections, 210 a day average over the weekend, that is a level not recorded since June of last year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And, and think about uh, where we were last year. Schools were out. Here we are finishing up an entire school year this week. Um, all schools will be out. They've completed a year. So um, we really somehow, uh, at least from an education standpoint, we're really to get really able to get through this year, which was uh, very, very important. One of the things that um, struck me as we saw the success of uh, the track and field athletes in the Jackson area, particularly Grassley boys and girls, last year, no track, no spring sports, yeah. the basketball season, all those kids. Yeah, you think there's eight team state champion just in track, right? There'd be eight team, there'd be um, over 150 individual state champions, and that's just in that sport. You know, you obviously baseball, softball. Uh, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of people had things taken away from them during COVID. Yeah, and we don't even know who the the bar guessers of last year were. It would have been the bar guessers <laughs> <laughs> for sure. It would have been. That's uh, they should uh, they should start working on the statues now. Yeah. Uh, Jackson's uh, case counts continue to be low. We had just uh, seven new cases reported at yesterday's uh, noontime report, and that is a three-day total. However, we had four new deaths in Jackson County since Friday's report. Number of those hospitalized at Henry Ford at Legion Health is now down to uh, eight, and that uh, is down from 13 of last week. And uh, unfortunately, the number declined because people had people have died. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I saw, I saw your report last night, and I, I'm really excited for the day that we get to report that zero number. We're looking forward to it. It should be soon. It should be soon. It really should be. Yeah. 
and as a result of vaccinations. Uh, we saw a little bit of an increase last week in the state of Michigan. We went from about 43.5% uh, fully vaccinated in the state to now we're at 47.9% uh, of the state fully vaccinated. Uh, here in Jackson County, we're a little bit behind that. 45.7% uh, of Jackson County residents 12 and older are fully vaccinated and 51.5% have received at least their first dose. So it doesn't look like President Biden or Governor Whitmer's goal of 70% vaccination by the 4th of July is gonna happen. Definitely not at this rate, unfortunately. So we've got, uh, you know, we were talking about um, the Secretary of State uh, last week. That's right. Uh, today, Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson is uh, having a press conference and she is hinting that she is going to uh, unveil some uh, improvements mm -hmm. with the Secretary of State office. Now I went there <laughs> and the poor people that are working there are, they've got little signs up that say, please don't scream at us. I <laughs> gotta tell you, every, everywhere I've been going, there's new employees at places that do not know exactly how that business operates yet, which you don't learn that on the first day. Um, I saw that yesterday somewhere. Um, it just is what it is right now, unfortunately. So um, those people complaining um, realize that uh, you have a lot of new staff out there doing a job for the first time. We have a lot of older people back in the workforce as well, too, mm -hmm. that are doing jobs that, you know, maybe they were in an office job for 20 years and now they're in a service industry job and they're learning. It takes time. Yeah. So, yeah, don't yell at the people at the Secretary of State's office. They get abuse like crazy. It's unbelievable. In Jackson, they have half the staff that they used to have. Yeah. Half. Yeah, I know. You're, you're really pushing for them to increase staff, which they, <laughs> they should. Yeah, well, they have a 13-month backlog. And my tags are expired. Are your tags expired? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's okay. I just keep switching cars to whoever's got the farther <laughs> along birthday. So uh, I'll probably take Brandon's here soon because I know he's a September guy. <laughs> He'll get me through the summer. We'll trade. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. We're going to get things started with Bill Jors from County National Bank right after this quick break. You need a plumber? Grimes Plumbing Company. Licensed and insured. Proudly serves the Jackson area with fast, reliable service and competitive pricing, both for repairs and new installs. For fast, reliable plumbing service, call Grimes Plumbing today. And remember, we love water. I'll be seeing you in all of our favorite places with laughter and warm embraces all day through. With free COVID-19 vaccines, sunnier days are ahead. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org. I'll be seeing you. I'm Nate Vermeulen, and welcome to Vermeulen Furniture. We are Jackson's premier home furnishing store. Living in dining room sets, home office decor, beautiful bedrooms, we have it all. Take advantage of our in-home design service, and we provide free mattress delivery and setup. We have a wide variety of power recliners for those lazy days, and be sure to check out our clearance center for the best deals in Jackson. Stop into Vermeulen's today and make your house a home. 
The Irish Hills is a thriving community and an incredible place to call home. We're proud of our flourishing downtowns and unbelievable entertainment. Recreational possibilities? Yes, we've got tons of those. And if you're thinking about a home on the lake and that's what you might desire for your family, we've got plenty of those too. America has changed the way that we're living and working and it may have you rethinking your current home situation. If so, I'm Tim Creech. I'm with Five Star Real Estate and my team and I would be happy to help you with your home needs. Give us a call. It's frozen, yet it's a Coke. It's not solid, but also not a liquid. Frozen drinks from McDonald's. They're a paradox of deliciousness. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Save on summer refreshments. Stay cool with a medium frozen drink for just $1.69 or chill with a medium Minute Maid slushy or iced coffee for just two bucks. If you're looking for a personalized car buying experience, then visit the team at Auto Merchants. Buy, sell, and trade without the backroom haggling. You'll work with one person start to finish. Put our 30 years of financing experience to work finding your next ride. Yes, we know, pet insurance can be a bit confusing, but it doesn't have to be. The Personal Lines team at Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, is here to help. We've flipped the script to provide the modern pet parent with clear choices and access to the latest technology, including an app that allows you to make claims, talk to a live vet 24-7, and even manage playdates. If you're interested in a quote, look up Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, at waltonpetinsurance.com. Walton Insurance Group, we're here. Welcome back to the morning show on GTV and with us now is Vice President at County National Bank, Bill George. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Good to see you as, uh, as always. We were uh, talking before the show started and even just my short little commute from <laughs> Queens over to JTV, I'm seeing all this commercial real estate for sale, even, even some little empty lots. It just seems like everywhere I look, there's a commercial sign now. It, uh, and I've noticed that as well, and, and perhaps they're taking a cue from the residential world mm -hmm. that prices are up and real estate is in demand. And, um, you know, it, it, it seems that as we're emerging from this pandemic, a lot of people are seeing, you know, good times ahead. Mm -hmm. There is uh, a lot of pent-up demand for a lot of product and uh, a lot of dollars out there. Um, the government has sent out, and I can tell you our stable of borrowers um, you know are looking forward to the next six months to mm -hmm. a year um, and everybody seems to be busy right now yeah so that may have something to do with it like uh, residential real estate are the uh, commercial properties uh, rising in, in price too we are not seeing that not mm -hmm. like residential uh, residential is on fire and um, we're hearing multiple showings, multiple offers. Um, I had a customer call me the other day. They said, hey, have you ever heard of someone making an offer up to? And I'm like, what are you talking about? They said, well, they made an offer of 175000 but they said they would go up to two hundred. Right. I said, go, <laughs> go find some way to sign a purchase agreement for 199000 yeah. <laughs> Your offer yeah. just went up to two, but... In those instances, you have to be careful about the appraised value. Yeah. And uh, in this case, in the end, it didn't appraise uh -huh. for uh, what the offer was. And so um, I'm sure the appraisers are kind of scratching their head yeah. um, and 
you know, the the comparables they use are sold and closed. And so there is a lag with appraisals as rapidly as prices are appreciating. You have so. people buying houses right now. Maybe they haven't bought, you know, 10, 15 years. So this is just absolutely crazy. What does, what happens with the appraisal? Um, for example, say there's a house for sale for $300,000. Everyone wants to buy it and it, they get an offer for 360 but it appraises at 315 What happens at that point? You better have $45,000 in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. And to get down to the 315 and then we're going to base our loan-to-value on the 315 mm-hmm. um, In the residential world, well, in the commercial world as well, we go by the lesser of the two, sales price or appraised value. So if it's 360 and we get a 315 mm-hmm. sales price, we don't care if, or appraisal that right. property is worth three hundred fifteen thousand yeah. dollars, and we say if you want to pay three hundred sixty thousand for it, come up with yeah. the forty five, and then come up with yeah. uh, down payment based on three hundred fifteen thousand. Because we get calls all the time. Hey, mm-hmm. I got you know I'm buying my grandma's property, or that's not a good example. I'm buying my neighbor's property. He's going to sell me for half of what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> <laughs> what something is worth is is, right. is only what someone's willing to pay for. Absolutely. It. And so you don't see a you know in my thirty years of lending, I've seen very few appraisals not come in right at the sales price. Mm-hmm. It's rare. Yeah. And if it comes in lesser than the sales price, then it's on the appraiser to justify why he's appraising this for less than what someone's willing to pay for. Because that mm-hmm. to me is the true value. Yeah. What market value is. Because the market is lagging, that's what I was referring to. Mm-hmm. What appraised three weeks ago may be worth a lot more right. now. I'm wondering what the uh, housing market is doing to rental properties because, you know, as you know, uh, City of Jackson has half the residential real estate uh, up for rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the uh, the crunch of available properties, does that affect the the inventory? Do uh, uh, Landlords uh, consider just turning uh, properties over for sale? Well, the landlords, um, as a resident, as a community member, we want as many owner-occupied houses as possible. And, you know, people who bought between 2008 and 2000, I'm going to say 18, their properties have doubled or tripled in value. Right. And so, but so have, rents have kept pace. There's also a demand for rental properties as well. And so, yes, as a landlord, you need to sit down and say, is it time to cash out? Is this the time? And you certainly need to ponder that very seriously because we've seen the ups and downs of real estate. Mm-hmm. Five years ago, you couldn't give a house away in this no. town. I'd go over to Ron Ellis and say, anything but foreclosures? No. And that was, the way for six straight years. And um, the demolition program helped quite a bit. I think it saved the city. I don't know if we would have the type of market we have now. And so, you know, embracing that demolition program really saved a lot of our neighborhoods. And owner occupancy is always much better than having a renter in a property. And so I have a classic example uh, where I live, we have an association 
well, four or five years ago, they said, we have to allow people to rent in this neighborhood. Uh, people can't sell their houses. Well, unfortunately, the association elected to allow renters, and, and everybody who lived around that renter knew it was a renter yeah. and knew that the pride of ownership and the right. you uh, just don't have consideration that. for your neighbors, just not there. Right. So that's a big, big question in a lot of landlords' minds, is, is now the time? Right. And so um, to me, it's a good time. Probably is, yeah. Uh, last week, the PPP program officially uh, ended. It looks like the last time we talked, uh, Jackson businesses were uh, big beneficiaries of the PPP. I, we did quite a bit of, of the PPP loans. I would say we would be one of the leaders in the state in um, jumping on board, embracing it, advertising it, pushing it, and having it readily available. And, and I can say we're in the forgiveness phase right now, and we've been just as aggressive getting the loans forgiven, and we're down to a short list. So I'm, I'm happy to report most all the loans have been forgiven. That's great. And so it, it to me, um, lots of times government stands in the way, but they really greased the wheels on this one and, and really came to the rescue of a lot of businesses and banks. I mean, yeah. we, were, we benefited as well and um, we have money to lend. And certainly you guys know we like to lend it right here in Jackson. Absolutely. And so um, banks in great shape. We're coming off a great first quarter and second quarter looks good as well. Your uh, golf tan is looking good. <laughs> what uh, what keeps you busy in the summer outside of uh, the 18 holes? I bought a property on Vandercook Lake. Did you? Uh, a couple right. of years ago. And uh, for a city boy, uh, <laughs> trying to learn all the nautical, and I know my neighbor probably tied my pontoon up again last night. And, <laughs> I got to uh, see that. You know, <laughs> so it's been an adventure, but um, man, what a fantastic county we live in. I, I've always lived in the city, not too far away yeah. from Andercook Lake, but uh, what a treasure that is. It's it's close to town. Right in the middle of town. And uh, it's beautiful. And yeah. um, I've always wanted to be on water, but not drive so far. And so living by Parkside, having a place yeah. on Vandercook, um, nice. it's been an extremely good summer. So between the lake and playing golf and and um, keeping up with everything, it's it's been a quick summer. I can't believe it's already done. I know it's almost over. Started. <laughs> this summer is going to fly by. It's going to be this. It's going to be an amazing summer. I think. Yes, it will. Yeah, be. we'll all have a good time for sure. But you know, you better you better start booking your plans if if you want to do something because it is going to be over before you know it. So yeah, yeah. Anyone that has uh, staff or you you know a restaurant, a hotel, anywhere, you have to be uh, receiving service, you're going to see long waits, you're going to see um, people just not being able to accommodate um, certain size groups. It's, uh, it's obviously affected the pandemic, but we're going to be, it's going to be a while to come back from all of that. Exactly. I played in the Tony Open yesterday, and, and uh, the numbers had, have come back, and mm -hmm. you know, it's unfortunate that um, you know, last year we missed everything. but. Um, you know, Jackson's a, a very charitable town. You guys both know that. And, um, you know, it's it's great to have the, the events back and to see everyone. So but you didn't win the Tony Open? 
Or you would have yeah, led with that. He might have won up to No, he, he one of the most humble golfers I've ever met in my life is Bill George. Hey, it's a humbling sport. Yeah. <laughs> so no, we we did not win, but um, I always think Ron Ellison, uh, we were trying to figure out how many years we've been playing it. It's either 24, 25 wow. years. Same team, Phil Gilpin, Craig Talbert, myself, and Ron. Wow. And, and so it's, um, it's been a great event and um, one I always look forward to. Thanks for taking time to be with us today. You're welcome. My pleasure. Anytime. Thanks, Bill. Vice President at County National Bank, Bill George. Uh, more of the morning show, the Alice Sharp Museum is looking for a new executive director. We'll hear how the search is going to happen coming up next. Jackson Public Schools, better than ever. District-wide building additions and improvements, 21st century learning furniture, added safety and security measures, and technology advancements for every classroom. All part of Jackson Public Schools' continued commitment to our students and our community. We are dedicated to providing our students the tools and environment to succeed. There is no better place for our students to learn than in person at Jackson Public Schools. Jackson Public Schools, bringing our community together to build a culture of academic excellence and workforce readiness. Go Vikings! Kelly Express Mart customer for years and there's a simple reason why. I stop at my Kelly Express Mart every day when I take my kids to school and go off to work. The entire staff is friendly and the manager even saves me my favorite morning paper. The service is always fast which is great for a family on the go. Kelly Express Mart has everything my family and I'll need to get our day started, especially fresh hot coffee. There are locations all around Jackson, so I know that there are quality products and fast, friendly service just around the corner. Kelly Express Mart, they're the best. Find your local carrier professionals at Lammers Heating and Air Conditioning, recipient of the Carrier President's Award two years running. No matter the weather, Lammers will keep your house feeling great. Call or visit us online. No two people experience a health crisis in the same way. That's why at Arbor Manor we focus on the individual. Our caring staff take time to listen so that we can help you have the best experience possible. Our goal is to provide guests the opportunity to function in a broad range of therapeutic services, including the only in-house aquatic therapy pool in Jackson. Guests enjoy a beautiful home-like setting with their own private room and delicious meals. The next time you need rehab services, ask your discharge planner for Arbor Manor. When tall tales of tales are too terrific, you have tales and tales. Jackson District Library's summer reading program. Join me. Me. And me. As we read fun and exciting stories about animals while competing to win a variety of prizes, including gift cards, guitars, music lessons, bicycles, and more. It's Jackson District Library's summer reading program going on June 1st through July 31st. Register for tales and tales at myjdl.com.
the post. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV, and with us now, Tony Hollow and Linda Bryan, who are handling the search for the new executive director for Ella Sharp Museum. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I didn't even know you had a, a search uh, firm until the other day. <laughs> Well, you know, these, these side jobs, you want to <laughs> kind of keep them under the... No, we have been, Linda and I, um, ESC Search, was, uh, which stands for Executive Search and Coaching, um, which is the aftermath of the higher, the coaching part, where we like to do some development mm -hmm. both with the board and the new executive director or superintendent, whatever particular search we're doing. But um, education associates, uh, David Steele, uh, we kind of um, transitioned from that company um, a number of years ago, about five years ago. Uh, and uh, we've been doing a consistent number of searches since then um, because of our previous lifestyle. Yes, a couple style. of superintendents yeah, here. Yeah. Um, lifestyle. Well, lifestyle. and... Leadership is so important to us, good leadership. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we're helping um, organizations, whether it's a school district or a nonprofit organization, find a good leader that's going to take them into the future. So that's our goal. I think you've been involved in uh, searches uh, for several organizations right here in Jackson. I know, Linda, you were uh, very involved in the uh, Dahlem um, search. But yes. You were yes. also part of the board. I was part of the board, yeah. too. Yeah. Former. I did it. Did you know a stint as the interim there, and then I was on the board and ultimately the board president. So yes, very involved in that. So I'm guessing neither one of you is applying for the Ellisher Museum directorship. <laughs> no, we we have had that in the past, especially her because of her current status as being retired more than me, um, doing big brothers and big sisters. But uh, we've had that. That's funny you bring that up, Art, because at Manchester, uh, a recent church we did, we, they said, we basically could stop now if you would do it, Linda. And I said no. And she said, <laughs> Thank you very much. She didn't, let them, she didn't let them finish the question. But, um, yeah, we've had that before, which is a, you know, a true compliment. But I, you know, I ditto what Linda's saying. You know, we want, especially as we lead into the Ella Sharp, position, man, we want to we want to find a solid leader because it means so much, and I'll turn this over to you, Linda, on reasons why, but that position means so much to us mm -hmm. um, to and the our community. community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It really is. You know, when we look at a search, what we're trying to do is find a really good match, not just a good person, you know, that's going to come into the organization, but a person that understands the organization that really has that, those skills that we want um, and, and really is going to, to be a, a good match, work with the board, work with the staff, and really take the, the organization into the direction that we need it to be. It's a tough environment for nonprofits right now. Mm -hmm. um, coming off of, of the pandemic, um, the way we are, everybody's trying to gear back up into fundraising and into the programming that they lost during the, the, the time that we were shut down. And so they need somebody who really is organized and dynamic and, and can make those, those things happen. We've got, it's uh, mm. of course, local history museum. Yes. And the, the museum has had uh, 
I'll say a spotty uh, record with bringing people from out of state in to run the museum. Spotty. Spotty. Okay, that's <laughs> you like that? I, I love that word, spotty. <laughs> but you are going to show resilience. <laughs> What's the ideal candidate? What's yeah? Tell tell us who is the ideal candidate? Is it someone from Jackson, out of town? Just we don't don't know until you meet them. I, I think Ever that. Well, me? you know, part of the process is subjective, obviously, but. We try to bring a lot of data into it. Um, so I do surveys um, to get information from staff, to get information from the board, to get information from community members. Um, we check references. Um, you know, we, we look at work experience and history. And, and so um, what I try to do is give that board as much data as they can have to help find that person. Mm -hmm. Um, so that it isn't just that, you know, face-to-face -face interview, which sometimes is dynamic and then, you know, doesn't work in terms of the long-term sure. um, process for, the, for that executive director or, or that individual. But it, it's, a, it's a combination of both, both the, the, the data as well as, as that face-to-face -face interview process. And I think what makes this less spotty is that <laughs> the the board is totally on on board with us we're getting great cooperation from them uh, the staff has been uh, Linda you can oh, attest to this the staff has been great because we you know when we're going for this data as Linda's mentioned we dig in a little bit we need information that goes over and beyond the that we have um, immediate access to. Mm -hmm. So when we're digging in and we need that information from staff and we want to get and need to get the cooperation from the board, um, uh, up to this point it's been it's been great. So we're able, we really feel like we're able to get towards that point of finding mm -hmm. the ide ideal candidate. What's the timeline? <clears throat> Linda? The, um, Information's just been posted, so it's out there. Um, you can find it on the website. We have um, mail, direct mailings that are about to go out too. Um, the deadline for everything to be due back to me is August 9th. So, um, you know, we, we're giving, you know, plenty of time for the information to get out there, but we're already getting some good interest from people. Right. Um, so. And we're working around one of their big events, right? Right. right. Linda? Well, they have their, their art and beer and wine festival coming up, too. So we didn't want to get into the heavy part of that interview process yeah. during that time. We you know, didn't want someone to start their first day on that center. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By removing people yeah. that have had too much something. But, you know, seriously, though, it is a time... Uh, that is very important to the museum because that event is part of the coming back out after this COVID stuff mm -hmm. for them. It's it's a you know it's a part that um, a part of it that our community recognizes as an Ella Sharp trademark, and they wanted to get that in. That's important. We heard that as we spoke to the board and we spoke to the staff that it's something they wanted to do. So we, we kind of patterned that question, Andy, of uh, the time frame um, around that so that they could, they could get that back in. 
Are there uh, certain <clears throat> parts of the, the job of that uh, executive director position that will be formed uh, in the interview process? Uh, for example, uh, the granary uh, restaurant has been closed for several years, and I know there's uh, members of the community that would like to see that open. Uh, is, does that, that become part of a conversation in, in the search as to what an executive director might be charged with? You know, I th I'm not sure that, that it's part of the interview process because um, we know the history of, of the greenery. We, we, you know, we watched it come and go and, and you know, we loved it. I mean, I, I know I went there, you, you, you talked about taking your staff there. Yeah. Um, but it, it struggled, you know, financially. Um, it only, it had limited hours, so I think that's certainly a question that's going to be out there is, is how, what do they do th with that? I know that um, what they have done is they use it as an events um, facility so that you can have showers in there or small mm -hmm. events. Um, mm -hmm. You know, not, it's not a, it's not a, a huge room, but um, it's, you know, it, it's still there and I think that it's a big question mark and one that the board and the executive director are going to have to deal with long term not what, not right. short term what right. what's cool about it is that the venue is there mm -hmm. and so a new uh, executive director uh, knows that the makeup is there rather than a creation it could be a continuation and i think that if you have someone with interest as an executive director um, sure you know the 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 framework is there and what a love to have that back they would come in and say oh look at this uh, it's an yeah. ice cream soda fountain yeah. in back here yeah. Yeah. we should do <laughs> yeah. something with it it's great right. it, i mean it really is a great room i love the their bigger events room too mm -hmm. I, and i loved the gift shop i mean i i thought that the gift shop was truly unique in that um you could go buy gifts for people there that you that they wouldn't find um at target or or you know mm -hmm. somewhere else I my mean, grandmother they, they worked were, there did she, she was a volunteer. Yes, she does. She was. But yeah. you know, there's so much potential. There's tremendous potential of things that they could that mm -hmm. they could do. Of course, they're going to have to prioritize. They're going to have to decide what is it that we really want to focus on. What's our mission? You know, and and some of these things um, are important, and some of them might not be as important for the mission of the museum. So it, it's those are tough conversations that they're going to have to have in the future. Your hero, Mark Schoenard, and I walk Ella Sharp, yeah. you know, every Friday. And there you go. coffee, donuts, <laughs> cinnamon roll to offset yeah. the exercise yeah. that we're getting yeah, in. I'm sure. That would be. <laughs> That's perfect. You it's guys idea. can just walk right the over. Ovens are, the ovens are there. I love it. Okay. So, I love it. Yeah. And, of there. course, one of the things that makes it unique is the planetarium. Right. I, I mean, if, if you look at their website, some of those planetarium shows that they're putting together right now, they're sold out as soon as, as they post them mm -hmm. because there is interest in, in the things that Ella has to offer that are unique. I'm sitting here thinking about how many people you must have interviewed and hired over the years in education and hired volunteers and parents. and. Um, I'm terrified of talking to you guys any further. No, I'm just kidding. What's, a, what's some advice for someone being interviewed for the first time in, in the job? Obviously, no one has interviewed more people. 
than you guys. You, you go ahead first. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, you know, in our interview process, it's really interesting. Um, in our last search in Lansing for a nonprofit, you know, we had to bring them back a few times because, uh, you know, they, they start looking for maybe more paperwork than actual personality. I mean, yeah. I, that's the first thing that comes to my mind, yeah. that uh, we have both been, been there and back, and paperwork can be so deceiving. Mm -hmm. And sometimes for board members that haven't been through the hiring process, they want to see it on, yeah. on paper versus, and I'm like- And a lot of times. What are you missing? <laughs> what are you missing here? I mean, the person does have the PhD in something or other, but yeah. you know, to in our cases maybe, you know, be the leader and the instructor of a building. No, you know. So I think that's one. Sure. That's one thing to see a match between the uh, community which we represent. In this case, Ella Sharp versus the personalities and credentials of the individual themselves. So, One of the things that's happened in the last year um, is Zoom interviews. And Zoom interviews are just crazy. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I think what makes a, a, an interview successful is the ability of the candidate to connect to the board or to the interviewer. And when you're in a Zoom situation, it's tough. It, you know, is. it really is. You really have to think about connecting to those individuals. And so we've told the, the candidates that, even though this is not face-to-face, -face, you have to make those connections. You have to be able to show that you can build those relationships and, and make those connections. Yeah. Well, best of uh, uh, luck with your uh, candidate search. And Thank we'll, you. we'll catch up with you guys soon. I'm right, sure. thank you so much. And Absolutely. you've displayed the, we're going to ellasharpmuseum.org and everything is laid out very clearly on the website on how to take the next step if you're interested in the position. Thank you to Tony Hollow and Linda Bryan. We'll be right back. Wrap up right after this break. All right. With proper alignment, your vehicle's tires can last a lot longer. At G-Force Automotive, we perform a comprehensive front-end inspection and perform a complete alignment on your car, truck, or SUV. We'll keep you driving straight down the road. At G-Force Automotive, we make friends one car repair at a time. When you deliver thousands of meals each week to hungry families, you need a lot of help. From volunteers and donors to some very dedicated partners like Consumers Energy, their shelter energy efficiency programs have saved thousands of dollars for shelters and food banks like Hidden Harvest. With the money we saved by upgrading our lighting, we delivered 34,000 additional meals. You push your body hard in the name of fitness. Sure, it's for a good cause. But a good cause shouldn't mean sacrificing a good time. You know who opens drains others can't? Minuteman Sewer and Drain. Sewer and Drain experts never hesitate to call. They can fix a problem before it becomes a bigger problem. And they stand by their name and guarantee their work. They open drains that others can't. MinutemanSewer.com. Good weather is here, and the Grand River Farmer's Market is open in downtown Jackson. 
Shop fresh Michigan-sourced food and quality products directly from local farmers and artisans every Friday and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Fresh fruits, vegetables, sweets, crafts, and so much more. Accepting cash, credit cards, EBT, and Double Up Food Bucks. Conveniently located at the corner of Mechanic and Pearl Streets along the Grand River. Welcome to the Blessed Nest, located in between JTV and Tilted Arcade, two doors down from the Dirty Bird. We are a proud realtor of Brighton Jewelry, women's clothing, shoes, and boots. We have a great selection of unique gifts for the whole family, home decor, wall art, and furniture. We also have a baby section and men's gift section. We appreciate our customers shopping local because you not only help our business and employees, but also the community that we donate to and sponsor all through the year. for one elite team making the impossible possible. All for one innovative plan built for one cancer fighter, you. All for one goal, rising above your cancer. At the Henry Ford Cancer Institute, we're in this fight together. And at our global destination, we'll take care to the next level. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. And with us now is branch manager from U.S. Staffing, Heather Easterday, alongside from the Chamber of Commerce, Mr. Tim Booth. Good morning. Morning, Good fellas. Morning. Yeah, it's great to see you. Great to see you both. And, and we thought it'd be awesome to have you both here because you just completed the Leadership Jackson through the Chamber of Commerce, which you handle. So yes, it's awesome. Yes, thanks so, for having me. Absolutely, tell us a little bit uh, kind of about the program and, and uh, how it went for you. So currently I'm still involved in Leadership Jackson. I graduate on June 24th. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. It's been a blessing for me. Uh, very challenging. Um, just a long road, but you know what? I have gained so much from the program. Um, for me, just sitting down with a bunch of individuals and professionals and leaders, we had to do it via Zoom, which was fine, mm -hmm. but you know, just bouncing different ideas off one another in different fields was great. Um, I honestly would say I think what I got most out of it was the networking. Mm -hmm. So I think Leadership Jackson creates a good um, networking platform that also um, mentors you to open your eyes. Um, you know, I guess for me, I always look through the lens of recruiting. Mm -hmm. And so attending the program, I was able to um, understand that there are many professionals out there and their inner workings and you know how they're involved in the community mm -hmm. that I didn't know was there before. Tim it sounds like Heather's a perfect uh, example of what you are uh, trying to accomplish with uh, Leadership Jackson. She absolutely is and uh, when Heather says you know that it was a challenging period of time I mean that was that was to me great. <laughs> mm -hmm you know, that we push these folks to become better leaders. And I mean, we've got um, uh, 24 participants this time around and Heather's a great example. You're exactly right, Mark, of the, the quality of experience that uh, the participants can expect in their um, uh, 
professional development from yeah. Leadership Jackson. Is the idea to become a, a better leader uh, in the community or a better leader like at your company, U.S. Staffing, or a combination of, of both? I would say a combination of both. So I thought I was a pretty good leader, but I, I mean, the guest speakers that we had during the program um, were definitely amazing. Um, they help bring different tactics and different techniques, you know, to the table that we can use to become a better leader. Mm -hmm. So um, I think the biggest thing for me too is, is I always wanted to be involved in the community, but a lot of people and in being involved in um, Leadership Jackson, they didn't know where to start or what to do. So I have ventured out a little bit and <laughs> attended different nonprofits or just events and met a ton of great people. Um, I lost my sister three years ago to a drug overdose. So I'm very passionate about recovery in Jackson County. So my next steps and my goals are hopefully to, you know, join a nonprofit or hopefully one day be on the board for something like that in her honor, so. That's great. We have a leadership graduate uh, in our building, and actually I think my mother did that in mm -hmm. 1993, mm -hmm. believe it or not. Yeah, that was probably that. the first, first ever. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to uh, folks who are out there, you know, that, like you said, they, they think they want to get involved in the community, but they, they haven't taken that actual step to get involved? So again, like I said, I don't think people actually really know how, so. Um, joining the program, I didn't realize how many um, resources and um, outlets there are for people out there. So I think if we could just educate people more on what is out there and, you know, just take this step. You know, as a child, I, I went to the interface shelter and, and, you know, pass out food. And I will tell you that stuck with me for life. Mm -hmm. Like those people were so humbling and so thankful. And you know they're probably at their lowest at that point, and I I do that with my daughter today. Obviously, the pandemic you know has restricted that. We do that at U.S. Staffing. We try to volunteer and do mm -hmm. that, but just to give back to the community, there's a lot of people in Jackson County that care, and there's a lot of people that have you know resources for people to help them. So. Talk a little bit about um, what is going on at U.S. Staffing. Yeah, I know you guys. A lot of jobs. A lot of jobs. <laughs> we have a lot uh, of jobs. A lot of jobs. Um, how, how can someone apply for, uh, for uh, employees and employers? Talk a little so bit So you could go to our website, usstaffingagency.com, and click the Apply Now button. Um, you could also call our office or come into our office and um, start the process. We have a great team in Jackson. We actually have four branches. Um, but I think what makes U.S. staffing different, um, and I try to keep this flow going in my branch, is we truly care about our candidates that come through the door. So it's not only placing somebody in a position or you know landing them a job, per se. Uh, we take the time to interview and um, really get deep with that candidate and see if there is resources that we could provide for them to get them stable to, you know, have longevity at a job. But I think that's the one key that, you know, makes us stand out over the rest. But, you know, our mission statement is uh, developing communities and building relationships through connecting people. And I think that's 
truly what we do. Sounds like between work and uh, your volunteering and involvement, you've got it covered. What's I, next for you? Are you going to you're going to continue. Oh, I would sure. love to continue. Yeah. I think I just want to put my feelers on and get out there and yeah. see, you know, what interests me. Like I said, I have a passion for recovery and addiction and homelessness. So mm -hmm. we got to work on a service project, which I can't tell you guys too much about because we haven't presented it yet, but with the interface shelter. So great. Yeah. And Tim, people actually have gotten job promotions. They've advanced in their, in their company or organization from going through leadership. Oh, jobs. absolutely. Absolutely. This is a, a premier leadership academy, and I, I think when, when folks go through it, and we've had um, uh, 40 years of it, so there's been about 1,200 <laughs> folks that have gone through and benefited from these sorts of things. But um, absolutely, I think it's a real feather in your cap, and not only um, that you can say it and uh, uh, have that in your um, history, but like she said, and it was just a great question, I thought, Andy, you know, the leadership side and the community side. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the uh, pr uh, primary, uh, maybe even a surprise that when the folks come in mm -hmm. and they expect to get, you know, emotional uh, intelligence and, you know, uh, personality profiles and how to deal with communication at work. Those things are all part of it but they really um, get a glimpse into how important their service to the community is. You know, where, where you find leaders in the community, you're gonna find them on a board, you're gonna find them in a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And uh, her story of, of uh, uh, seeing those sorts of things and having her eyes open, that, that's a big part of what we do. So um, that's part of the growth too, and say, hey, I went through Leadership Jackson and I made these connections nonprofit board. Awesome. Congratulations on your upcoming graduation. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Leadership Jackson uh, graduate class of 2021, Heather Easterday from U.S. Staffing, and from the Chamber, Tim Booth. The morning show continues in a moment. The PIC Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Hillsdale, Lenaway, Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CNB is banking that stays in the community. Just imagine how long your retirement will be. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Do you have enough saved? Can your retirement portfolio survive a stock market downturn? So many times I hear, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors, and I'm here to answer your questions. Michigan Center schools are always improving. Our facilities and curriculum are constantly updated 
but our commitment to community means much more is being done. We invest in one-on-one -on -one help for struggling readers and practice a nurtured heart approach to student interaction because every student can succeed. We teach students what it means to invest in people and help them to become the leaders they were meant to be. Michigan Center Schools, where success begins. JTV Studios is your local source for high quality video content. Whether you're looking for a touching testimonial, an exciting commercial, a fun educational film, or a useful safety video, JTV Studios can create engaging content at competitive pricing. We've already helped dozens of businesses, big and small, to train, promote, and grow. And we can do the same for you. Call or visit us online for an estimate today. Get the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective and provide our best hope of ending the pandemic and returning to normal. The walk-in clinic at Center for Family Health is providing vaccines Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. No appointment is necessary. Don't delay, stop in today. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to healthcare for all in Jackson County for 30 years. Welcome back. Andy, you know, Hollywood is back. The movies, hmm. they are uh, going to have some summer blockbusters. One highly anticipated movie, Ant-Man, is being marketed, uh, looks like just to ants. Oh. The uh, superhero film <laughs> is marketing with ant-sized billboards. They Genius. are popping up. Uh, these are in Australia, and there's even an ant-sized bus shelter. So That's ants, cool. come to the movies. That's funny. That's yeah. cool. That's genius marketing. It is. Marvel. Uh, uh, Las Vegas, you know, we have a big drought in the West. I didn't know that. Las Vegas is banning non-functional grass. So if you've got grass that's not performing a function, it's banned. Like this strip between the sidewalk and the road. Mm -hmm. No more um, grass on uh, medians or in traffic circles. Uh, decorative grass outside certain buildings, including housing developments and businesses, because it costs too much, it takes too much water to keep. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense too. And you look at some of those fires, uh, Ron Howard just uh, released the one on Paradise, California. I mean, my gosh, yeah. I didn't have the heart to make it through, the, through it really. I had to stop after 20 minutes, but um, yeah, between the drought and potential of fires, no grass medians. Yeah. Hmm. So. What happens in Vegas, hopefully doesn't happen anywhere else. I hope so. Uh, tomorrow morning on today's show, we'll have David Darling, who's the women's tennis coach at SAU. They have some great summer sports camps. And Michael Calderon will be with us. He's Lumen's uh, women's tennis coach. He has state champion Olivia Eaker and Pastor Steve Brown. And later on your show, Christopher Bolt, Amelia McKinley, Mark Stiles, Angie Shepard, Kevin Brown and John Willis, and Lindsay Wood. That's it. Have a great show.